O God, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Lord, Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest, take them away from us and from all your people, and from this church, and from this holy place that is yours. But those things which are good and profitable do provide for us, for it is you have given us the authority to shut on serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy. Come, let us worship the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are the Christian people. For he is our true God. We have hope in St. Mary that God will have mercy on us through her intercession. Hail to you, O Mary, the beautiful dove, who was born for us, God the Logo. Hail to you, O Mary, with a holy greeting. Hail to you, O Mary, the Mother of the Holy One. Hail to Michael, the great archangel. Hail to Gabriel, the chosen announcer. Through the intercessions of the Theotokos, we, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins, that we may praise you with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us, have mercy on us. Pray, Father, bless. Peace be with all. Again, let us ask God the Pentecost, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, 
We ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, remember, O Lord, the sick among your people. Lord, have mercy. You have visited them with mercies and compassion, heal them, take away from them and from us all sickness and all disease. The spirit of sicknesses chase away. Those who have long lain in maladies, raise up in comfort. Those who are afflicted by unclean spirits, set them all free. Those who are in pr prisons or dungeons, those who are in exile or captivity, those who are held in bitter bondage, O Lord, set them all free and have mercy upon them. For you are he who loosens the bound and lifts up the fallen, the hope of those who have no hope, the help of those who have no helper, the comfort of the faint-hearted, the harbor of those in the storm. All souls that are distressed or bound, grant them mercy, O Lord, grant them rest, grant them refreshment, grant them grace, grant them help, grant them salvation, grant them the forgiveness of their sins and their iniquities. As for us too, O Lord, the sicknesses of our souls heal and those of our bodies cure. O you, the true physician of our souls and bodies, the bishop of all flesh, visit us with your salvation. Lord, Remember, O Lord, the sacrifices, the offerings, and the thanksgivings of those who have offered to the honor and glory of your holy name. Lord, have mercy. <clears throat> Receive them upon your holy rational altar in heaven as a sweet savor of incense before your greatness in the heavens through the service of your holy angels and archangels. As you have received the gifts of the righteous Abel, the sacrifice of our father Abraham, and the two mites of the widow, so also receive the thank offerings of your servants, those in abundance or those in scarcity, hidden or manifest, those who desire to offer to you but have none, and those who have offered these gifts to you this very day, Give them the incorruptible instead of the corruptible, the heavenly instead of the earthly, the eternal instead of the temporal. Their houses and their stores fill them with every good thing. Surround them, O Lord, by the power of your holy angels and archangels, as they have remembered your holy name on earth. Remember them also, Lord, in your kingdom and in this age too. Leave them not behind. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you, we confess to you, we glorify you, we give thanks to you for your great glory. O Lord, King of heaven, God the Father, the Pantocrator, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. O you who takes away the sins of the world, receive our prayers unto you. You sit to the right hand of his Father, have mercy on us. You only are the Holy, you only the Most High, my, my Lord Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God the Father, Amen. Every day I'll bless you, and I'll praise your holy name forever and unto the ages of all ages, Amen. For the night season my soul awakens early unto you, O my God. For your precepts are light upon the earth. I was meditating on your ways to become a help unto me. In the morning you shall hear my voice. Early I will stand before you, and you shall see me. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who was born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. 
forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people and heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls. O you who are not saying, Lord, have mercy on us. O you who are not saying, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, dominion, triple holiness. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us. Amen. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom power. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, amen, alleluia. Hail to we ask you, O saint, full of glory, the ever-virgin, the Theotokos, mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Bless the Lord on our behalf, that he may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful intercessor of the human race. Intercede on our behalf before Christ, whom you bore, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you. Virgin, the true righteous Queen, hail to the pride of our race, for for us Emmanuel, we ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed are you, O Mary, the wise and the chaste, the second tabernacle, the spiritual treasure, the pure turtle dove who declared in our land and brought unto us the fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit of comfort who came upon your sudden the waters of Jordan as a type of Noah. For the dove has announced glad tidings unto us about the peace of God which came to mankind. Likewise you, O our hope, the spiritual turtle dove, have brought mercy upon us by carrying him in your womb. He is Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father. He was born of you for us, setting free our human race. Therefore let us declare first with our hearts and then with our tongues, proclaiming and saying, O our Lord Jesus Christ, make a temple in us of your your Holy Spirit, ever glorifying you. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true righteous Queen. Hail to the pride of our race, you bore for us, Emmanuel. 
We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. O blessed Saint, the teacher of the world, our teacher, Saint Paul the wise, the tongue of fragrance. You persecuted the church, trying to destroy her, but but it had pleased God to reveal His Son in you, that you may be a chosen vessel of our Lord Jesus Christ, to bear His name before all the Gentiles. On the road you saw the Lord, and He talked with you, and He worked by your hands unusual miracles. You labored abundantly more than all the apostles and you bore in your body the marks of the Lord Jesus. You were entrusted with the gospel, you wrote the epistles, and you heard in the paradise inexpressible words. Who can describe your virtues, your faith and humility, your zeal and virginity, and your love for Jesus Christ. With great struggle, you invited everyone to be filled to the measure of the fullness of Christ in love. Finally, you gave up your life and shed your holy blood as a token of love to your Savior and gave him what is yours. As he followed your example, O God, the author of life, so make us also worthy to be like him in deed and faith. Hail to our Father, Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O blessed Saint, our teacher Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from on high where you dwell, O Lady of us all, the ever-Virgin Theotokos. Ask of him whom you have borne, our good Savior, to take Take away our afflictions and establish for us his peace. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true righteous Queen. Hail to the pride of our race you bore for us, Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord. Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. We exalt you, the mother of the true light. We glorify you, Saint Theotokos. You have brought forth unto us, Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our master, our king. Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity, one Godhead. We worship him, we glorify him. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. 
We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, of one essence of the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. Ascended into the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father. And he has come again in his glory to judge the living and the dead. This kingdom shall not know when. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets and in one holy Catholic apostolic church. We confess on baptism for the mission of sin. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. upon us. Settle your mercy upon us. Have compassion upon us. and help us. Amen. Take away your anger from us. Visit us with your salvation and forgive us our sins. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have Mercy, 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 Lord, have have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, through the prayers of your saints. Pray for the holy gospel. Lord, Remember also our Master, all those who have been us, to remember them in our supplications and prayers, which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. From the Psalms of our Father, David the prophet, and the King, may his blessings be upon us all. Amen. I will give thanks to you, even in a great congregation, and in an abundant people I will praise you. And my tongue shall meditate on your righteousness and on your praise all the day. Amen.
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless the Lord. A reading from the gospel according to our teacher, St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out on the other disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloth lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloth lying there, and the handkerchief had, that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you had carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabuni, which is to say, Teacher, Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things to her. Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. 
Blessed be the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the perfect Trinity, we worship Him and glorify Him. Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, before you, O Lord, hidden Master, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Begotten Son, Logos of God, the Father, broken every one of our sins through saving, life-giving sufferings. We breathe into the face of his holy disciples and saying the apostles said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You also now are master of giving grace through your holy apostles, those for time labor in the priesthood of your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and abide to lose every bond of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness for the love of mankind, for your servants, my fathers, my brethren, and my weakness. Those bowing down their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy, lose every bond of our sins. If we have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly through anguish of heart, the or word or from faint-heartedness, a master knows the weakness of men as a good one, a lover of mankind. O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear and straighten us for your holy good will. For you are our God, through the glory, the honor, the dominion, the worship, together with your good Father, the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and always unto the age of all ages. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, bless the air of heaven, bless the waters of the rivers, bless the seeds and the plants. May your mercy and your peace be a fortress to your people. Save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me, forgive me, and say the blessing. Amen. So it shall be. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for every man. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages, the prayers of the third and the sixth hours of the blessed day we offer to Christ our King and our God, beseeching him to forgive us our sins. From the Psalms of our Father, David, the prophet and king, may his blessings be with us all. Amen.
Holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. When the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, has come, he shall teach you all things and remember to your, bring to your remembrance all things that I may, that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not, my, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I, and now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you, may, you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do arise, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. We worship you, O Christ, through the good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have risen and saved us, your Holy Spirit, O Lord, and you send forth. On your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take away from us the good one, but renew him within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, who sent down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us, O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Word. A right and life-giving spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority. O the Almighty One, if you are the light of our souls, O you who gives light to every man that comes into the world, have mercy on us. Both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, full of grace with the apostles for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God, blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way for his God of our salvation. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O heavenly King, the comforter, the spirit of truth, who is present in all places and fills all the treasury of good things and the life giver, Graciously come and dwell in us and purify us from all defilements, O good one, and save our souls. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered standing in heaven, O Theotokos. You are the gate of heaven, open for us, the gate of mercy. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who was born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who was crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sake of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep. O Lord, repose their souls. O you are without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. O you are without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, dominion, and triple holiness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. Lord, make us worthy to be thankful, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Hail to we ask, O Saint, full of glory, the ever virgin, the Theotokos, the mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful intercessor of the human race, intercede on our behalf before Christ, whom you bore, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race, who bore to us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us for our faithful advocate before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Holy, holy, holy. <clears throat> the Gospel according to our teacher, St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. <coughs> Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Glory be to God forever. Amen. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us. O you who on the sixth day and in the sixth hour was nailed to the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise. Tear the handwriting of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us. I cry to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me and hear me in the evening, in the morning, and at midday. I say my words, and he hears my voice and delivers my soul in peace. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour and killed sin by the tree, and by your death you made alive the dead man, whom you created with your own hands and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions, and by the nails with which you were nailed. Rescue our minds from thoughtlessness of the earthly deeds and worldly lusts through the remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassion. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Since we have no favor nor excuse nor justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born of you, O Theotokos the Virgin, for abundant and acceptable is your intercession with our Savior. O pure mother, do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him whom you bore, for he is merciful and able to save us, because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins. For the sake of your holy name. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You are salvation in the midst of all the earth, O Christ. Our <clears throat> God, as he stretched your holy hands on the cross, therefore all nations cry out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We worship your incorruptible person, O good one, asking for the greatness of our sins. 
O Christ, our God, for all for of your will, you, you were pleased to be lifted up onto the cross to deliver those whom you created from the bondage of the enemy. We cry out unto you and give thanks to you, for you have filled all with joy, O Savior, when you came to help the world. Lord, glory be to you. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You, are she who is full of grace, O Theotokos the Virgin, we praise you, for through the cross of your Son, Hades fell down and death was abolished. We were dead, but we are raised and became worthy of eternal life and gained the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the immortal Christ, our God. We exalt you, the mother of the true light. We glorify you, Saint the Theotokos. We are brought forth unto us, Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our Master, our King. Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the permanence of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity and one Godhead. We worship him, we glorify him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, but one essence of the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit, of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the Scriptures. He sent to the heavens, he sent to the right hand of his Father. Coming again, his voice resolving into death, his kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and Son is worshipped and glorified, and who spoke by the prophets in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we confess and baptism for the mission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. God, who carries the sin of the world, we ask Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Holy, holy, holy Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory and honor. 
have mercy on us, O God, the Father of Pontecator. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord God of hosts, be with us, for we have no helper in our hardships and tribulations but you. Absolve, forgive, and remit, O God, our transgressions, those which we have committed willingly and those which we have committed unwillingly, those which we have committed knowingly and those which we have committed unknowingly. The hidden and manifest, O Lord, forgive us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let it be according to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins. Lord, make us worthy to be thankfully our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Glory and honor, honor and glory be to the all-holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace and edification be unto the one, only, holy, Catholic, and apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy and precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them, Lord, have mercy. Alleluia, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us, O Lord, straighten our ways. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Amen. Blessed be His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all your nations. Lord, and all your people, for his mercy have been extensive toward us, and the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Father, 
us give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Oh, Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you. For everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion on us, hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear. All envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us. And from this table and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. Need a Yeah. Uh.
servants, ministers of this day, the priests, the deacons, the clergy, all your people, my weak self, be absolved from the mouth of the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, from the mouth of the one only Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, from the mouths of the twelve apostles, from the mouth of the beholder of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the Holy Apostle, and Martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, St. Athanasius, the Apostolic, St. Peter, the Holy Modern High Priest, St. John Chrysostom, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, from the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus, from the mouth of our honor Father, the Patriarch, Pope Abotodos II, from the mouth of his partner, the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan of Asadabun, and from the mouth of my Father, the Priest, and from my abject self, being the least for blessed and full of glory, your Holy Name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Save the men and with your spirit
grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of our Holy Father, the Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of the saints of this day, each one according to their names, O Lord. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through their prayers, keep the life of the patriarch of Atawadrosolo. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through their prayers, keep the life of our honored Father, the Metropolitan of Aserapiono. Called to be an apostle appointed to the gospel of God, a chapter from the first epistle of our teacher Paul to Timothy. May his blessings rest upon us all. Amen. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to God to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw, withdraw yourself, but godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out, and having food and clothing with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a, root, is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, and pierced themselves through which many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate, that you, that you keep this commandment without spot, blemish, until our Lord Jesus Christ appearing, which he will manifest in his own time. 
he who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good fountain for the life to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. O Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust, avoiding the profane and vain babblings and contradictions of of, of what is falsely called knowledge. By professing it, some have strayed concerning the faith. Grace be with you, amen. The grace of God the Father be with you all, amen. The Catholic epistle from the epistle of our teacher, St. James, his blessings be upon us, my beloved. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabbath. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your hearts as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. He does not resist you. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Do not love the world nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires, but he who does the will of the God shall abide forever. Amen. Yeah. 
mercy on us. The Acts of our Fathers, the Apostles, their holy blessings be with us all. Amen. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John called Mark, but Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Then he came to Derbe and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed. But his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go on with him. And he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region, for they all knew that his father was Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered to them the decrees to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. The word of the Lord shall grow, multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the Holy Church of God. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is the 23rd day of the blessed month of Paopi. May God end it for us in goodness, renew it for us in peace and tranquility. While our sins and iniquities are forgiven through the tender mercies of our Lord, O my fathers and my brethren, amen. On this day of the year 841, the Holy Father of Ayuseb, 52nd Pope of Alexandria, departed. He was the son of one of the rich nobles of Minuf. When his parents departed and left him, a certain believers, certain believers raised him. When he grew up, he gave most of his money as alms, then went to the desert of St. Macarius and became monk of, an, of a holy old man. When Ava Marcus II became the 49th Pope of Alexandria and heard about Eusebius's conduct, he called him. When Eusebius wished to go back to the desert, Ava Marcus ordained him a priest and sent him back. He stayed in the desert for a period of time to the departure of Ava, Ava, Ava Simon II, the 51st Pope. The papal throne remained unoccupied until some of the bishops agreed with some of the laymen of Alexandria to choose a married man who had bribed them. When the rest of the bishops knew that, they detested their action and prayed to God to guide them to whom he, cho whom he chooses. The Lord guided them to Ava Yuseb, and they remembered his good conduct and management while he was with the father of Amarcus. They sent some of the bishops to bring him. They prayed to God, saying, We beseech thee, O Lord, if thou have chosen this father for this honor, let the sign be that we find his door open upon our arrival. When they arrived, they found his door open, for he was bidding farewell to some visiting monks. When he was about to close his door, he saw them coming, so he received them with joy and welcomed them to his cell. When they entered, they seized him and told him, Axios, that he is worthy. He cried out and wept. He started to reveal to them his shortcomings and sins, but they did not accept his excuses and they took him to Alexandria and placed their hands over him. When he sat upon the throne of St. Mark, he greatly cared for the churches. He bought with, with what remained of his own income, properties, and bestowed them on the churches. He continually taught the people and did not neglect any of them. 
However, Satan became envious and brought much sorrow upon him. The bishops of, of Tennis and, and, and Mus Cairo angered the people of their parishes because of the matter of dues. Abba Yuseb condemned their actions and asked them often to be merciful to their flocks, but they would not accept his behest. Their flocks cried out to him, saying, If you force us to obey them, we shall turn to another denomination. He exerted a great effort to reconcile between them, but it was in vain. He called the bishops from their parishes and told them about these two bishops and repudiated their works. The bishops excommunicated them. When they were excommunicated, they went to the governor in Cairo and brought a false accusation against this father. The governor sent his brother, the prince, with some soldiers to bring the patriarch to him. When they came to the patriarch, the governor's brother drew his sword to kill him. But the Lord thrust aside his hand, and the sword struck a pillar and was broken. The prince became furiously angry, so he drew his dagger and drove it with all his might into the side of, his, of this father. The dagger did not do any harm to him other than cutting his apparel and did not reach his flesh. The prince realized that the patriarch had divine grace and heavenly protection guarded him from being slain. He respected him and brought him to his brother and told him about what had happened. The governor also respected and feared him. The governor asked the patriarch about the accusation that was made against him. The patriarch proved to him the falsehoods of these accusations and informed him about the matter of the two bishops. <clears throat> the governor was convinced and honored the patriarch and ordered that no one should disobey him in any ordination or removal of any bishops or in any other work concerning the church. He continually preached to the sinners and admonished the disobedient, establishing the people in the Orthodox faith which he had received from his fathers. He interpreted to them what was hard for them to understand, guarding them with his teachings and prayers. God made manifest great signs and wonders through this Holy Father. Having finished this pleasing life to God, he departed in peace after having sat on the throne of St. Mark 19 years and having been a monk for 39 years before he had lived about 20 years. His prayers be with us all. Amen. On this day also is the commemoration of the martyrdom of St. Dionysius, Bishop of Corinth, who, made, who became a martyr in the day of Diocletian and Maximianus. He endured many severe tortures for the sake of his faith in Jesus, to whom is the glory, until finally they cut off his neck and he received the crown of eternal glory. His prayers be with us all, and glory be to our God forever. Amen. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who was born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who was crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended into the heavens, have mercy on us, for praise to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen, O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Let us pray, Father, bless, peace be with.
and with your spirit. Oh, Master Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us in the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things that you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also, O our Master, those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God, those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. From the Psalms of our teacher, David the prophet and king, may his blessings be with us all. Amen. We will give you thanks forever. We will declare your praise throughout all generations. For we are your people. Oh, and the sheep of your pasture. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him in a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the city was with her when the Lord saw her. He had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And he who was dead sat up and began to speak. And he presented him to his mother. Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has risen up amongst us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding
the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, today is the fourth Sunday of the Coptic month of Paopi, and uh, we read from the Gospel of St. Luke about the raising of the widow of Nain, and it's one of those very beautiful stories in the Gospels where our Lord does a wondrous miracle, perhaps one of the greatest miracles of raising the dead. And uh, we know the story of the, the this, this story of the widow of Nain, that she was following this funeral procession uh, of her son, and she was already a widow. And there was another procession coming in through the same city, through the gate, and it was a procession of our Lord Jesus Christ and his disciples and many people. And one was a procession of death, and the other was the procession of life. And when these two processions coincided, when they met one another, this beautiful encounter took place. And I want just to focus on um, verse 13 of the gospel this morning, um, which reads, and the Lord, uh, well, there's different translations. Let me read the one that we just read. It says, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. Another translation reads, and the Lord, and this is a more literal transla translation, says, and the Lord, having seen her, was moved with compassion towards her. The Lord, having seen her, that is the widow, who was walking to bury her son, her only son, the widow of Nain, that he was moved with compassion towards her. And sometimes we, we might easily pass by uh, such an expression in the Gospels. And as a matter of fact, if we go through many of the miracles of the Gospels, we find that uh, in many of them, this phrase is inserted. For example, when, when the Lord saw the multitudes coming to him before he fed them with the five loaves and the two fish, the gospel writers tell us that he was moved with compassion for the people. When he raised, or when he uh, gave sight to the blind man, again, the gospel writer tells us that he was moved with compassion. Uh, when he healed the leper, in many of the gospel uh, miracles, you find this expression, or one very much like it, that Jesus himself was moved with compassion. He was, he was touched by the pain of the other person, by the suffering of the other person. So I want, I want to speak a little bit about compassion. I want to compare it a little bit to mercy. Is it the same as mercy? How is it different? How is it that... Uh, we, as Christians, uh, what is the importance of compassion in our life, and how do we, what, is the, what are the qualities of compassion, how do we manifest them in this world with one another? So the first thing I wanted to kind of share with you is, is this distinction between compassion and mercy. Compassion and mercy. A lot of times they're used synonymously, and there's nothing wrong with that. Oftentimes they, they can mean the same thing, but there is... Uh, in the actual etymology of the world, in the actual meaning of the word, there is a difference. Compassion comes from the first part, come, which means with, and passion, which in the Latin means to suffer. So literally, the, the word compassion means to suffer with. So when you have compassion on someone, you are suffering with that person. Mercy, uh, again, coming from an, another Latin word, uh, means prices or wages or reward 
And it's used uh, in a different context. It's used mostly in terms of our action towards somebody who needs help. And it's usually where there's a difference of power in the position of the, of the one and the other. So when I cancel the debt that is owed to me, I show mercy. When I don't hold somebody accountable, let's say, for the wrong that they committed, when I forgive them, even though they're wrong, I show mercy. Um, and we can see this in the scriptures, for example, the, the rich and the powerful are, are called to be merciful to the poor, right? This unequal relationship, right? Um, the master shows mercy by canceling the debt of his servant in one of the parables. And, uh, and the judge, right? The judge shows mercy by, by being lenient towards the criminal or towards the one who has done wrong. So one is more of an internal experience of suffering with somebody, and the other one is, is an action, right? And, and both of them are essential. Both of them are, are beautifully depicted in the portrait of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is the compassionate and merciful one. And, and what I want us to really try to grasp is that for Christ to be compassionate is much more than him being merciful. When he's merciful, he, yes, he cancels debt, he, he forgives, he reconciles. He, there's this unequal relationship in which he stoops down and lifts us up to be with him and to be in the heavenly places with the Father and the Trinity. But he also has compassion. That is, he suffers with us. Right? And that's, that's the core of, of the beauty of the gospel. It's not, it's not that Christ was powerful enough to raise the dead. Because as a divine person who created the, the world out of nothing, to raise the dead is, is not a surprise. But what's really touching and beautiful in the gospel this morning is that he suffered with her. He felt her suffering and it became, became his own suffering. And that's the meaning of compassion. Now, when we think about, for example, the, the story of the prodigal son, again, we might pass over very easily the response of the father when he sees his son coming back. When he sees the son coming from afar, after he has wasted his inheritance and after he has uh, perhaps uh, uh, sullied the name of the family, after he has betrayed his father and uh, disrespected him. It's one thing for the father to be merciful, to cancel the debt, right? But it says that he had compassion on his son, and he ran and fell on his neck and embraced him. It means the father was suffering, and not just suffering because the son was far from him, but he was suffering when he experienced what his son had done to himself. The state that his son was in at the, at the time that he was coming back, the, the miserable condition that he was in where he had lost everything and he was full of shame and guilt. It was at that moment that the father had compassion on him. It was that which he associated with his son in. And that's, again, the beauty of compassion is this concept or this idea of suffering with. 
I mentioned to you before about the Croatian uh, Saint uh, Leopold Mandic. And uh, again, just very briefly, he was, uh, he was, he was known uh, for somebody who spent sometimes the whole day hearing confessions, 15 hours, 16 hours. And, uh, and God used him, even though he didn't have many other gifts outside of confession, but God used him in that mystery of the church, in that sacrament, to do many, many miracles and to help many people. And one of the reasons why people loved to go to him was because he was full of compassion and mercy and gentleness. And so some of his brethren, the other fathers in his order, they, they were often accusing him of being too kind in the confession, too merciful, too compassionate, too indulgent. And his response was to them, is he pointed to the cross, he pointed to Christ on the cross, and he said, look at him, look at him. It is he who by his example has shown us how to act. We haven't had to die for souls. He shed all his most precious blood for them. We ought then to treat souls according to the example he has given us. If our Lord accused me of too much indulgence towards sinners, I would simply reply, Dear Master, I am only following the bad example you gave me by dying on the cross for them. Move thereto by your infinite love. So he, he points to the bad example of Christ, who is just too merciful, too compassionate. And he becomes this kind of sign to his brethren about how we, we tend to look at justice, right? And that's the idea of, of mercy and compassion is that justice is kind of set aside. Justice is set aside and, and a greater law manifests itself above justice. And that's the character of Christ. That's the character that he wants us to have, is that compassionate and merciful heart. So what is the essence of compassion? What is the essence of compassion? Elder Paisius, and forgive me, I'm going to be quoting a lot from Elder Paisius because he just speaks about this so beautifully, I don't want to paraphrase. I want you to hear his words. He says the spiritual person is a mass of pain. The spiritual person is like a big clump of pain. And what he means by that is that compassion, if compassion means to suffer with, it means the spiritual person is always in pain. He is pained by the suffering of others. He is pained by their ordeals and their trials and their difficulties. He cannot separate himself from the pain of others, but it becomes his own pain. So, again, when the Lord saw her, the widow of Nain, he was moved by compassion for her. The woman's sorrow became his own sorrow. There is a kind of unity that, that takes place between those in which compassion is exchanged. They become one. They become one. Now, while there is a mystery to why God allows suffering, and that's not something we're going to be able to discuss this morning, why does he allow some widows' sons not to be raised from the dead, and why does he raise this one? Why does he allow some blind not to be healed and have their eyesight restored, but he heals some of them? 
and the paralyzed and the lepers and so on. There's a mystery to why God allows suffering, but there isn't a mystery to God's compassion. There isn't a mystery to the question of whether God feels, if we can say that, feels the pain of his creation, feels the pain of his children. Again, when Jesus wanted to give us the perfect image of the Father, he gave us the story of the prodigal son. And he said that the Father is moved by compassion, by pity, not just mercy, but he suffers with us. So even in our sufferings, if we don't understand the why, but we should never doubt that God is suffering with us. And Elder Paisis will have something beautiful to say about that. So one person went to Elder Paisius and he said to him, Elder, uh, when we have a serious request, should our prayer be accompanied by fasting? Should our prayer be accompanied by fasting when we want to pray for something strongly? And listen to what he says. He says, that goes without saying. Of course, fasting and ascetical struggle are prerequisites for prayer. But, he says, for prayer to be proper and effective, one must have compassion for the other. The main thing is the quality of our prayer. Prayer must be from the heart. It must be said with pain and compassion. What counts more for God is not the quantity of prayer, but the quality. And he identifies the quality as the heart that is moved with compassion and pain. So he goes on to say the main thing is to feel compassion. If one is not compassionate, he may sit for hours with his prayer rope and his prayer will have no results whatsoever. If there is pain in his heart about what he is praying for, even with a single sigh, he will have prayed from the heart. Many who, when asked to pray, have no time, will sigh for the other person's problem, and that in and of itself is a prayer. I'm not saying prayer needn't be done. If there is no time, a sigh from the, for the pain of another is a prayer from the heart. It equals hours of prayer. So if we just groan and sigh from the heart for somebody and is genuine, he says this equals hours of prayer. Real prayer, he goes on to say, begins with pain. It is not a pleasant experience, a quote-unquote nirvana, he says. What kind of pain is it? One is troubled in the good sense of the term. He feels pain, he groans, he suffers when praying for anything whatsoever. Yes, he suffers because he is participating in everyone's pain or the pain of one particular person. But then he says something interesting. So, okay, if we feel the pain of the other, if in our compassion we carry the pain of the other, then aren't, aren't we going to be all like sad and despondent and full of misery? But he says, no, when we carry the pain of the other, we are filled with divine exaltation. How? How does this happen? He says, and somebody asked him this, they said, Elder, okay, when I, when I feel the pain of others, I become anxious, I become sad, and I cannot pray. So isn't it doing the exact opposite? And listen to his answer. He says, this anxiety, this sadness, shows that there is a human element in you. A human element. And then he goes on to say, the more I am pained by people's suffering, the more I pray and rejoice spiritually at telling Christ everything and letting him take care of it. So what he's saying here is that if we feel the pain of others and it brings us down, it means that we don't trust Christ. 
We haven't given it over to him. We haven't allowed him to give us the consolation that comes from him as a response or as a reward for that pain. But we are looking at things through an earthly lens. We are looking at things simply as, from an earthly perspective, that there is no hope. The reason why I'm sad because somebody else is suffering is because nothing good can come from it. That somehow God has forsaken us. Somehow there's no, there's no, there's no glory that will come after the suffering. And so he says that's the problem when we feel the sadness with the pain. But, but if we have a real spiritual pain for somebody else, it comes with consolation because we know that Christ, he says, that everything is in his hands. So he says, he says, with those people now, I went through so much pain. Now, Elder Paisus, he had hundreds of people sometimes every day that went to see him with their problems. Hundreds of people sharing with him about their divorces, about their cancers, about their mental illness, about the fights in their families, about their financial problems. Over and over and over again, all he was hearing was the pain of the world. And he says, I didn't pass over their problems lightly. I was pained by them. I sighed over them. But with every sigh, I turned the matter over to God, and the pain that I felt for the other person, God provided consolation. That is to say, divine consolation came with the spiritual approach. See, he's talking now about the spiritual approach as opposed to the earthly approach. The spiritual approach, he says, carries with it hope. The pain carries with it hope that God has an answer to everything. He says, otherwise, how can one endure? How could I possibly get through all the things that I hear? Yes, I feel the pain, but I also think of the divine reward in those who are suffering. We are in God's hands. Since there is divine justice, divine reward, nothing is lost. He says, the more one is tormented, the more he will be rewarded. Although God sees so much suffering upon the earth, even things which we cannot imagine, he never falters. And then he quotes, as if he's uh, speaking in the first person of God, he says, the more, you have suffered more, he asks, I will provide you with more in the other life. And he rejoices, Christ rejoices. Otherwise, how could he, how could Christ endure so much injustice, so much evil that exists? But Christ keeps in mind the reward of those who suffer, and in a manner speaking, endures that great pain. In other words, Christ, who is ultimately and infinitely more compassionate than you and I, when he sees somebody suffering and he allows them to suffer, it's because he knows how he is going to reward that person, how he is going to turn that suffering into glory. And that's the only way Christ can endure the suffering of the others. That's the only way Christ can, can hold back his hand from alleviating the suffering of the world is because he knows that something more beautiful and greater is coming from it. And so the Elder Paisius is saying, when we feel the pain of the others, we have to have that faith, we have to have that trust. Um, so, compassion means to experience the pain. And that's why some of the saints even asked for suffering. We spoke before about Tamavirini. Tamavirini, she asked for illnesses, she asked for suffering. And she asked for it, yes, because she wanted to prove her love to God. But she also asked for it because she knew that the more she suffered, the more she would be compassionate towards others. So here's the kind of the inverse of the mystery, is that compassion means I feel the pain of the suffering of the others. But it is also equally true that the more I suffer, 
the more I become sensitive to the pain of others and, the, and their suffering. So if your heart is hardened, if your heart is hardened, then perhaps God will allow you and I to experience some suffering in this world, not because he's punishing us, but because he wants to soften our hearts towards others, because he wants us to feel the pain of others, because he wants us to get out of our own heads and minds a little bit and to enter into the life of our brother. So Elder Paisio says that when a person has real love that is filled with pain, then he forgets his own pain. He forgets his own suffering. Now, how do we have compassion for the enemy, the persecutor? We might, we might say, well, it's easy to have compassion on my, on my friend, on my relative, on my uh, parishioner, my fellow parishioner at church, somebody that I know is suffering. I can be moved with compassion, with pain. But how do I have compassion for my antagonist? How do I have compassion for the one who is hurting me, who is fighting against me? And Father Henry now, when he said something very beautiful, he said, our call to compassion is not a call to try to find God in the heart of the world, but to find the world in the heart of God. Let me say that again. The call to compassion is not a call to try to find God in the heart of people, but it is to find the people in the heart of God. Right? If I can see that every single person, even the persecutor, even the enemy, is in the heart of God, then there's the, the possibility of even being compassionate towards that person. Again, our Lord Jesus Christ gave us many examples in the Gospels of his compassion towards his enemies his mercy and his compassion towards his enemies. And again, one of the spiritual fathers said, we cannot be surprised by the ignorance, the errors, the hard-heartedness, and the resistance which characterize so many people's journey towards God. Our attitudes towards them has to be one of sincere esteem, understanding, and patience. St. Jerome says that the one who does not give a hand to the sinner or carry his burdens breaks a bruised reed. And the one who despises those who believe very little puts out a smoldering torch. You know, it was said of the Lord Jesus Christ that he is so gentle and so meek that he will not break a bruised reed and he will not put out a smoldering fire. Okay? And so what this writer is saying is that when we don't accept the weaknesses of others, even their sins against us, then we are like the one who breaks the bruised reed. Because they are suffering under the weight of Satan. They are suffering under the weight of sin. They are suffering under the weight of hatred, perhaps. They are suffering under the weight of ignorance. All the more reasons for us to be compassionate towards them. All the more reasons to find them in the heart of God, to find them as the target of God's love, and to show them not justice, but compassion and mercy. Again, he says, it is not sufficient to value brilliant men because they are brilliant, or good men because they are good, but we must value each man because he is man. Whether he be ignorant or uneducated or insignificant. And we will not be able to do that unless our conception of what man is makes him the object of our esteem, 
The Christian knows that every man is the image of God, that he has an immortal spirit and that Christ died for him. Every man is in the heart of God because he is in the image of God and because Christ purchased him with his blood. And unless we have that picture in front of us when we see every single person, even the one who hates us, we will never be able to value them and to have compassion on them. But if we see everybody as the one who was purchased with the blood of Christ and the image of God, and because of that they are in the heart of Christ, then we will see how we can even feel pain for them and be moved to draw closer to them. So, Elder Paisius says, when you feel pain for another, you love him a little more. And we could say then that not enough love means you don't have enough pain for your neighbor. We need more pain for one another. We need to experience one another's pain. I want just to end with a beautiful story. This is maybe my favorite story ever of St. Pope Carolus, which I'm sure I have said at one time or another or written about, but there's an infinite uh, grace, I think, in reading this story over and over again. The story is told by one of the, um, the beloved of St. Pope Carolus. His name is Dr. Hanna, Yusuf Hanna, who has written much about Pope Carolus. And it's a very moving miracle of compassion and we'll end with this story. He says, I always celebrated the feast of St. Mina that falls on June 22nd. In 1967, during the Six-Day War, I was arrested and placed in a detention center. I didn't know what would happen to me in such a place of notorious, known notoriously for its torture, how one could survive such an experience except unless, uh, unless God saved them. He said, for 11 days, 11 days I never stopped crying out, Saint Mina, Saint Mina, I am innocent, I am innocent. I was really troubled why Saint Mina seemed to be very slow in responding to me. On June 21st, the day of, before Saint Mina's feast, I said to Saint Mina, I said, even when I was across the world in America and your feast day was approaching, I would fly back to Egypt and attend the monastery to participate in your feast. And now that I'm even close to your monastery, you won't let me attend? You won't bring me out of this place? The following day on June 22nd, the Feast of St. Mina, he says, I was released from the detention center. Actually, he says, I was the only one released that day. It seems St. Mina wanted me to go to his monastery for his feast day, as was my usual custom. The next day, I went with Bishop Samuel to see Pope Carolus VI. He said, I was a nervous wreck, barely able to walk because of the physical torture that I endured. And the torture was evident on my body, in addition that my head was shaven and my back was mutilated. When I saw Pope Carolus, he said to me, are you angry with Saint Mina? I responded, no, your holiness. He then said, Saint Mina said, don't be upset with him. He came and he asked me to tell you not to be upset with him. He said that you called out to him many times, but because of all of his sons that were in trouble in Sinai that needed his help to save their lives, he needed to attend to them, but he preserved your life and he left you without any broken bones. And then Dr. Hanna Yusuf Hanna, he took off his, uh, his shirt 
or he lifted up his shirt, and he showed Pope Kurulus, and he says, how do you like this? And he showed him his back, which was mutilated from the torture. He says, my back had flesh torn out, and it had holes in it. It was such a painful scene, he said, Pope Kurulus began to cry. And he began to cry so much that his tears were filling his beard. And then Pope Krulis went and he took oil from the lamp of uh, St. Mina and he began praying and rubbing his back. He began rubbing his back and praying. But Dr. Hanna Yusuf Hanna said, I couldn't understand what he was saying because he kept crying. Baba Krulis was crying and crying. He said he did that for half an hour. For half an hour, he was crying and praying and rubbing his back, crying and praying and rubbing his back. And then he said to him, here you go. St. Mina has kept his promise. Go look in the mirror. He said, I went and looked in the mirror and I was stunned to see that the flesh which had fallen off my back had come back and the holes that were in my back were now filled and every scratch from my body was gone. Now, the real miracle here that I want us to think about is not the healing. It's the compassion. It's the pain. It's the prayer of Baba Kurulis that came from a heart moved with compassion that was evidenced by his tears. We need to ask God to give us the grace to feel the pain of one another when we serve one another, when we pray for one another, when we uh, live with one another. We want to be able to say of ourselves, like was said of Christ in the gospel today, that we are moved with pain and everything that's happening in the world and in the lives of each one of us. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and became man. 
and he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. Suffering was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. And ascended to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father. And he is coming again in his glory, judging the living and the dead. His kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. We receive from the Father, and the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified. We are spoken by the prophets, and one holy Catholic Apostolic Church. We confess on baptism and remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. I have sinned, forgiven, and remembered me in your prayers. Peace be with all and with your spirit. O God, the great, the eternal, who formed man in incorruption. <coughs> And death, which entered into the world through the envy of the devil, you have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with the heavenly peace, by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill toward man. For perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greetings. Lord, have mercy. According to your goodwill, O God. with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness, and the remembrance of vice-bearing death. And make us all worthy, our Master, to greet one another with a holy kiss, that without casting us into condemnation we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Yea, Lord, who art Jesus Christ, the Son of God, hear us and have mercy upon us. Offer, offer, offer an order. Stand with trembling. Look toward the east. Let us attend. Through the intercessions of the Theotokosei, Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins 
We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have risen and saved us. A mercy of peace, a sacrifice of, of praise. The Lord be with you all. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We have them with the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord. It is me. and right, meet and right. Truly indeed it is meet and right. O you the being master, Lord God of truth, being before the ages and reigning forever, who dwells in the highest and looks upon the lowly, who has created the heaven near the sea and all that is therein. The Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, by whom you have created all things, visible and invisible, who is seated upon the throne of his glory and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You who are seated stand before who stand the angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers look toward the east. You are he around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes. And the seraphim with six wings, praising continuously without ceasing, saying, Let us attend. The cherubim worship you, and 
and the seraphim glorify you, proclaiming and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us who were sitting in darkness and the shadow of death. Through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin, St. Mary. of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself an assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who were in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the ascended into the heavens and said at your right hand, O Father, he has appointed a day for recompense on which you will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Lord, and not according 
instituted for us this great mystery of godliness for being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed, and life gave he. We believe that this is Heaven to you, God, who are his Father and Master of everyone. And when he had given thanks, he blessed it, sanctified And gave it to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take heed of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. The cup after supper he mixed it with wine and water, and when he had given thanks, he blessed it, he sanctified Tasted. 
and gave it also to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, drink of it all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is also true. this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. Amen, 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 your death, O Lord, we Passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, is sitting at your right hand, O Father. And the second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory, we offer unto you your gifts from what is yours. For everything concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we it into his holy body. I believe. Amen. And this cup also 
the precious blood of his new covenant. Again I believe. Amen. Given for the remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. all worthy our master to partake of your holies unto the purification of our souls bodies and spirits that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a share and inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning remember O lord the peace of your one only holy catholic and apostolic church lord, have this which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ, keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her. Foremost, remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Pope Abatuadros II, and his spiritual brother, the Patriarch of Antioch, Marek Natras Ephraim II, and the Patriarch of Aritia, Bon Antonius, and his partner in the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan. Avasera Apion. Lord, have mercy. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church to shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox Hegumens, priests, and deacons. Lord, have mercy. And all the servants and all who are in virginity and the purity of all your faithful people, remember, O Lord. To have mercy upon us all. Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Pons, O Christ. Remember, O the salvation of this your holy place in every place and every monastery of our Orthodox Fathers. Lord, have mercy. And those who dwell therein in God's faith graciously accord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seeds, the herbs, and the plants of the field this year. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Raise them 
to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our life as deemed fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of all of us who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who give food to all flesh, fill our hearts with joy and gladness that we to having sufficiency in everything always may abound in every good deed. Lord, have mercy. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly For these holy precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them. Lord, have mercy. As this, O Lord, is the command of your only begotten Son, that we share in the commemoration of you saints. Graciously accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints that please you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever-Virgin, holy Theotokos, St. John, the forerunner, Baptist, and martyr, St. Stephen, the archdeacon, and proto-martyr, the beholder of God, the evangelist, Mark, the holy apostle, and martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, St. Peter, the holy martyr, and high priest. 
Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Theodosius, Saint Theophilus, Saint Demetrius, Saint Cyril, Saint Basil, Saint Gregory the Theologian, Saint Gregory the Wonderworker, Saint Gregory the Armenian, the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, and the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous Father, the great of Antony, the righteous of Paul, the three saints of Amen. And all their children, the cross bearers. Our father of John the Hegelman, our righteous father of Abishoi, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our father of Paul of Tamun, Ezekiel, his disciple, my lords, the Roman father, Saints Maximus and Domitius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shahid, the strong saint of Moses, John Cami, the priest. Our father of Daniel, the Hegelman, our father of Isidore, the priest, our father of Abachum, of the Kinonia, and Theodore, his disciple, our father of Ashenuti, the Archimandrite, and Avawis, his disciple, our father of Abraham, the Bishop of Fiyum, and the great Saint of Kirillus the Saints, and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications, have mercy on us all, and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Adultery, recite the of our holy fathers, the patriarchs who have fallen asleep. O Lord, repose their souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessings be those whom each one of us has in mind and those who are not in mind 
who have fallen asleep and repose in the faith of Christ, graciously, O Lord, repose the souls of your servants. Ahmed, Raghib, Shafi, Ishaq, Layla, Mahani, Rauf, Mahani, and Albert, Samran, Irfallah, in the bosom of our holy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Sustain them in green pastures beside still waters in the paradise of joy, the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light of your Taken, repose them in the paradise of joy in the region of the living forever in the heavenly Jerusalem in that place. And we too, who are sojourners in this place, keep us in your faith and grant us your peace unto the with Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. Again, let us 
us give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place, to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mysteries. Christ the Pantocrator, the Lord our God. Amen, amen. Let us pray. in glory, who keeps his covenant and his mercy to those who love him with all their heart, who has given to us redemption of sins through his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, the life of everyone. flee to him, the hope of those who cry out to him, before whom stand thousands of thousands and ten thousands times ten thousands of holy angels and archangels, the cherubim and the seraphim and all the innumerable hosts of the heavenly powers. Yeah, sanctified these gifts which are set forth through the coming down upon them of your Holy Spirit you have purified them 
Purify us also, our Master, from our sins, the hidden and manifest, and every thought not pleasing to your goodness, O God, the lover of mankind. May it be far from us. our spirits, our hearts, our eyes, our understanding, our thoughts, and our consciences, so that with a pure heart and an enlightened soul and unashamed countenance, a faith unfeigned, a perfect love, and a firm hope, we may there with boldness, without fear, to pray to you, God, the Holy Father, who is in the heavens, and say, Our Father, Peace be with all. I believe, O Lord, and I confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe this is truly your own pure body. This is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and in ignorance and make me worthy to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries, unto remission of my sins and unto life everlasting. Of your mystical supper, O Son of God, receive me today as a communicant, for I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as to Judas. But like the thief do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies, bless them. Save them in with your spirit in the fear of God, let us attend. Amen, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. The holy is for the holy, blessed be the Lord. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. 
true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. The holy, precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. The body and the blood of Emmanuel, our God, this is true. confess to the last breath that this is the life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, took from Our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotokos, Saint Mary. He made it one with his divinity without mingling, without confusion, without alteration. He confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of his own will for us all. Truly, I believe that his divinity parted not from his humanity for a single moment nor a twinkling of an eye, given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is so in truth. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, Remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Let us sing Alleluia. Pray for the worthy, partaking of the immaculate and heavenly Holy mysteries, Lord have mercy. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. Yeah. Hey.
taught me a new robe. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. My heart I give to you, your will I want to do, your love to me I knew when you paid all my dues, when you paid all my dues. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. Jesus, fill all my heart. The devil has no part, and through this sacrament you gave me Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Coming from heaven above. Jesus, to you I pray to lead me in your way. Bless me and help me obey all that the Bible says. All that the Bible says. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the suffered for my sake. His mercy is so great. My sins Jesus erased and a new life he gave and a new life he gave. Our Master, our Savior, gave us the wine of love. He is the bread of life coming from heaven above, coming from heaven above. 
coming from heaven above. My heart is filled with joy, and my spirit rejoiced. With God I have union, when I take communion, when I take communion, our Master, our Savior, give us the wine of love. Comforted, O King of the ages, and God of all God, Jesus Christ, our God, the true one, who came for our salvation and took flesh. King of the ages and maker of all things, I thank you for all the good things that you have bestowed upon me and for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray, Lord, good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection in the shadow of your wings, and grant unto me with a pure conscience, and even unto my last breath. For you are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things, and unto you we ascribe glory together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and forever and to ages all ages. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator, I mean. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, I mean. O angel of this sacrifice, ascending to the highest with these hymns, remember us before the Lord, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Let the spirits of the angels sing, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and good will toward men. Amen, alleluia. <coughs> glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, bless the air of heaven, bless the waters of the rivers, bless the seeds and the plants. May your mercy and your peace be a fortress to your people. Save us and have mercy on us, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me, and say the blessing. Amen, so it shall be. King of peace, 
grant us your peace, establish us your peace, and forgive us our sins. For thine is the power, the glory, the blessing, and the majesty now and forever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen, Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is and now the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion and gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you. Please have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. As I mentioned last week, God willing, next week we'll have the blessing of His Grace, Bishop Abraham will be coming to pray with us next Sunday. Next Sunday, November 10th, His Grace Bishop Abraham will be coming to bless us and he will have uh, bring us the blessing of doing the ordinations for some of the deacons. So again, if there's anybody whose name hasn't been given to Abuna Andrew for the Absaltos or for the Ecclesiastical Choir, uh, it should be at least a minimum of age six, six or seven years of age. Please contact Abuna this week and give him the name and make sure that you have a tunic for the boy or for the girl or for the adult who's going to be ordained. Also, God willing, there'll be a couple of subdeacon ordinations on next Sunday, uh, in addition to the subdeacons that are going to be ordained on Saturday, uh, November 23rd. So again, next Sunday, please, we'd love to see all of you early to take the blessing of Bishop Abraham. Deacons are smart. They turned the mic off right before they gave it to me so that you don't have to be subjected to this. But, oh well, I figured it out. Uh, week, weekly liturgies, weekday liturgies here at St. Paul. I see a lot of new people here, so uh, I, we need to tell you this. Um, 8.30 to 10.30 on Wednesdays and 5 to 7 a.m. Friday, so there's no excuse for anybody not to go to that, obviously. Um, if you are new here, by the way, hello. We're so glad you're here. Welcome. If you're back from Egypt, hi, Uncle Samir. Um, so if you are new, please introduce yourself to one of the Abunas. They'd really love to meet you and get your name. Uh, we continue the women's meeting tomorrow night. Um, Abuna thinks it's going to be the last one, but we'll see. Um, Monday, uh, Mondays, we've been talking about this book, Putting Joy into Practice, written by uh, one of our very own community. She's a um, Coptic Orthodox author. So um, tomorrow's our theoretically last meeting. If, even if you haven't come yet, please come. Uh, we'd love to have you, uh, even if you haven't read the book. Please come. We have wonderful discussion. Uh, we have two different programs going on right now. The deadline was today, but um, the people organizing it uh, know that even though this is an American church, we are encumbered by the yoke of our ancestry, so they're extending the deadline. So if you uh, intended to fill a shoeboxes, I think there's only four left, which is awesome. If you'd like to take some of those four or all four and bring them next week, that would be wonderful. We still have a lot of ornaments on the tree as well. Those are, that's a separate thing. The ornaments each have um, a wish kind of item for an orphan in Egypt, and there are some of us who will be going uh, later this year. So grab an ornament, get what's on it, and then bring it by next week, please. Um, today was the deadline. So that's why you can bring it by next week. Okay, and then we have, uh, we're starting a Bible study here at St. Paul, because the Protestants aren't the only ones who can do this right. So we're going um, to be studying our, uh, the, the, um, the namesake of our church, St. Paul. So uh, please uh, come to that, plan to come Wednesday evenings. It's for everybody. 
uh, in the congregation. Um, it'll be every Wednesday evening from 7.30 to 9, except for the very first Wednesday, which will be this Wednesday. Uh, Emba Krolos will be uh, joining us, so it'll be from 7 to 9. So 7 to 9 p.m. every Wednesday, starting this Wednesday the 6th. Please come. It'll be wonderful. And then we have uh, one more service on the calendar for Christ the Good Shepherd. Hopefully many, many more to come. Um, we're going to do a Thanksgiving feast. I think we already have enough volunteers, um, but if you're interested, maybe there's space. And then we'll be, um, if anyone wants to provide Thanksgiving-type food, like American-type Thanksgiving, I guess there's no Egyptian Thanksgiving. So uh, then please uh, talk to Julie Ressim. Finally, um, we're having the, uh, we will be having, God willing, the, Chris, the children's Christmas uh, praise. Um, save the date, which I don't know. Just save a date in, in December for that. Oh, no. All right, so that was good. And then um, the, we're going to have a children's uh, liturgy on next Saturday, the 20th? November 9th. Children's liturgy, November 9th. Uh, we have these about once a month at St. Paul. They're wonderful. They're from 9 to 1030. Um, and if anyone is welcome, of course, you don't have to be a child and they can't drive themselves here anyway, but it's wonderful because the children get to sit like this, which they never do on Sundays, and, um, and then it's just a wonderful liturgy. So please come November 9th, and then again, uh, November 23rd, uh, Emba um, Krolis is coming, and we have our servant meeting. Emba, Emba Brahms, oh no, Emba. Okay, uh, one more thing. Today, after the adult meeting, if you are involved in the St. Pope Krolos um, service. We are having a meeting today, so absolutely, absolutely must stay for that. If you're not involved but would like to be, then please come to the meeting. This is uh, the service where we visit the sick and those who need visitations. So um, St. Pope Krolos service meeting after adult meeting today. Krolos will step on you if you don't come. In a loving way. <laughs>